0: What a day that will be. Amen. Right now we can only imagine. Amen. But one day it's going to be a reality. Amen. And what a day that will be. You know, it makes you kind of jealous in a sense when uh, knowing that Sister Shirley doesn't beat us there. You know, she's finished her course, she's crossed that finish line. Amen. But God is so good. Amen. We have a mission here on earth. Amen, until that trump sounds, or until it's our turn, amen, and that's to minister and to reach for souls, amen, so thankful for souls, so thankful to be here, I give all you honor, I give Pastor Sister Hyde honor, amen, Uh, God is good, so good, amen, and uh, our text will come from Matthew, the eighth chapter, verses 16 and 17, it's a I look around, and as I do some studying, as I look at certain things, uh, I stay away from the news. But I'm getting other news and as far as uh, testimonies and and people sharing things, you know, through emails and text messages, and God is in the healing business. Amen. Amen. He just ain't into the saving business. God is in the healing business too. Amen. In the reports and videos, you know. Of, Of withered hands being extended, you know, and arms and and limbs and blinded eyes and deaf ears and all. It's exciting. But it takes me back to the Bible because the Bible says the last day God's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Amen. And God just doesn't save folks. God heals folks. Amen. But our text in Matthew, the 8th chapter, verses 16 and 17 says, And when the even was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils, And he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Amen. We live in the sunset of time. Amen. We're living in the last days. The sun is getting ready to set on this time as we know it. Amen. And the coming of the Lord is nigh. Amen. God wishes to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. Amen. He desires to save. Amen. He desires to deliver. And he desires to heal. Amen. We are setting, I believe, in the sunset of healings. Amen. In these last days. Amen. If you lift up your hands with me, let's just pray the Lord bless this word. Lord, we love you and we praise you and thank you. Lord, ask that you anoint these lips tonight, Lord Jesus. To bring forth this word, Jesus, I pray, Lord, that you just open up our hearts and our minds, Lord, that we can leave here different than what we came. Lord, Jesus, drawn near to you, Lord, Jesus, that we'll see you more, Lord, in in what your desire for us is, Lord Jesus. And we'll hunger and thirst to be more like you, Lord. And we give you all honor and we give you all glory. Lord, let us just not be hearers of your word, Lord, but let us be doers also. In Jesus' wonderful name we pray, Amen. Smile at your neighbor as you're being seated. Amen. God is so good. Amen. Modern Pentecost can trace its immediate roots to the holiness movement of the 19th century. One of the common teachings of that movement was healing in the atonement. When Pentecost was reborn in the early 20th century, every major Pentecostal organization adopted the holiness teaching. It is expressed in the Articles of Faith of the United Pentecostal Church International. In the article, Divine Healing, it says, and I read, The the vicarious sufferings of the Lord Jesus Christ paid not only for the salvation of our souls, but also for the healing of our bodies. With his stripes we are healed. Amen. Amen. Matthew 8 and 17 reads, Himself took took our infirmities, our infirmities, and bore our sicknesses. We see from that divine healing for the body is in the atonement. It's in the blood. Amen. He bore those stripes for our healings. Amen. It's that, that crimson flow that flows from Calvary. Amen. That covers a multitude of sins. Amen. But he bore every stripe for our healings. Amen. Pentecostals see the act of communion as a witness to this. We drink of the fruit of the vine, which, present, which represents the cleansing blood. Thank God for the blood. Amen. There's power in the blood. It's that blood that washes white as snow. Amen. It's the blood. Amen. But we also eat the bread, which represents the broken body lifted at Calvary. To not do so worthily is to invite both spiritual and physical perils. Amen. Amen. His blood was for our sins and his broken body was for our healing. Amen. The verse mentioned in the above quote is interesting. Isaiah 53 and 5 says, But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. It's the stripes. You know, we pray that over people, man. When we anoint and we pray over them, Lord, you know, we stand upon your word that by your stripes we are healed. Amen. He bore those stripes for our healing. Amen. There were 39 stripes placed on his back, the traditional punishment for the condemned prisoner. Isn't it interesting that the Journal of American Medical Association several years ago published an article that traced all the world's diseases? to 39 root sources, or 39 categories. Amen. If, if this categories, categorization is correct, there was one stripe for each class of disease known to man. With his stripes we are healed. Amen. By his stripes we are healed. They're categorized. 39. He bore 39 stripes on his back. Amen. Modern medicine indirectly acknowledges this the symbol of the modern medicine is a serpent on a staff some would say that this this hails back to Asclepius, the Greek god of healing represented by the serpent yet it goes way back further than that amen in the wilderness where the Israelites were afflicted by venomous vipers Moses lifted up a brazen serpent on a pole and shouted look on this and live amen Jesus said that just as Moses lifted up the brazen serpent that he too would be lifted up. Amen. But the rule now is not look and live, but it believe and live. As people looked on the brazen serpent and lived, so we too believe on Jesus Christ and are spared today. Amen. It's believing on him. It's looking unto him. All that we do is because of him and it's in him and through him. Amen. It's thank God for the blood. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Amen. Jesus said that just as Moses lifted it up, he was going to be lifted up. We need to look to Jesus for everything. This was the doctrine of the early Pentecost. It was preached, taught, believed, and practiced. Amen. It was interesting. Yesterday morning I was watching a devotion. Uh, morning prayer from Brother Ken Gurley. I had found this story and I came across about a revival that had started in in Houston, Texas, in 1905. Well, he was relaying the same story, and I thought, "Oh, this is interesting." Amen. But there was a uh, revival that broke out from a lady, Mrs. Duhaney, who was hit by a streetcar. Amen. In Houston, Texas, as she crossed it, it hit her. It shocked her. The electricity went through and everything, and the pain was so unbearable for her, amen, and, but she continued to live, But it was in the courts for two years in the papers. One day, she was invited to go downtown to, to hear a preacher from Kansas named Charles Parhan, amen. For her, she had had a dream later on that, that the night before she was invited You know, that somebody was going to come up to her and pray for her and give her a word, and she was going to be healed. Amen. So she got invited to this church service to hear this Charles Parham preach, and she went, and the Lord healed her. The healing stirred up a lot of interest in that area. William Seymour would experience the same revival later and go to Azusa Street out in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, the list of healings is mind-boggling. Not only were people being filled with the Holy Ghost, but they were also being healed. Amen. God wasn't just filling people. God was healing people. Amen. That's what God does. He heals. Amen. Jesus said the last days that the church would do greater works. Amen. There shall be light in the, in the evening time. There will be healings in the sunset. In these last days, God is wanting to do some healing. Amen, I'm not just talking about physical healing as well. He wants to do some emotional healing. Amen, he wants to restore some relationships. He wants to, to heal in all aspects. Amen. God is a healer. It seems that when you preach on something that is biblically based and noted in ancient and modern Pentecost that we shouldn't have to qualify, but yet we do. Amen. Amen. So let me acknowledge this. People get sick, even saved people. Amen. People die. Even saved people. Amen. Pastor, not too long ago preached on, it rains on the just and the unjust. Amen. It's life. It's the way it is. Amen. But we got a God that's big. We got a God that's able to save. We got a God that's able to heal. Amen. So let me acknowledge that sick people, even sick people get saved. Get, get sick people even sick people, saved people get sick. Even, even saved people die. Amen. But I will also acknowledge that Mary Hart does good like a medicine. That having the joy of the Holy Ghost inside of our lives keeps us not only from sin. Amen. But it also gives us strength within to overcome, to be healed. Amen. Yes, I believe that modern medicine does a lot of good. Amen. It has helped People, even saved people. Amen. It ministered to people, even saved people. Yet I also acknowledge that the good things come from the one who alone is good. A medicine does good, but it's because God permitted it to do good. Amen. Every good and perfect gift comes from God. Amen. We have to acknowledge that. Physicians will admit the power of a person's faith is in his healing. The placebo effect. Amen. A bogus remedies causes certain people to become well because they put their faith in them. Amen. Physicians will also admit that many people have too much medicine. They are over-diagnosed and they are over-prescribed. Amen. Their problems are just, are less physical than, than spiritual or emotional. Amen. An interesting statistic came out recently. It said regular worships live 10% longer than those who never attended services. Amen. 10% of the people who attend church services live longer. The life expectancy from, from weekly church growers is 82 to 83. Amen. For those who attend more than one, once a week. Non-church growers live the average of 75 years. Amen. There's something about God. Living for God. Amen. There's something to it. Yes, we will all die. It's appointed unto man once to die. We will die of something, and that's better than dying of, n- of nothing. Amen. But I also know that God heals. Amen. And I believe that we've been con- conditioned to give up way too early on God. Amen. God is the last resort rather than the first resort. Amen. Too many times we've throw into town. Amen. King Asa treated God that way. He went to the physicians first. Amen. And God last, he died of a foot disease. Amen. The same God who wishes to come first in our worship, your giving, your thoughts, and your time, also wishes to be put first when it comes to your physical well-being. Amen. The first thing we need to do is fall on our knees and cry out to God. Amen. He hears our cries. He is a healer. Amen. He extends life. Amen. He, he heals cancer. He heals all manner of sicknesses. Amen. That's the God we serve. Amen. But we get so conditioned in life. Amen. To give up. To throw in the towel. Amen. So if, it, if it don't cook fast enough man we get tired. You know, we, we, we go to something else. You know we don't have patience for anything. I mean somebody was talking about it yesterday. You know. We used to come. They used to tarry around the altar Amen? We used to tarry around the altar then they went for a season to the altar then they went for a moment around the altar now we're down to a word around the altar a moment let's come around the altar for a moment we need to tarry at the altar we need to continue to press and when God's going to hear our prayer we need to get desperate with God Amen. We need to let him be our first priority. Amen. Instead of the second choice. There's no option. He's the only option. He's the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. We need to put him on the front burner instead of the back burner. Amen. When they went and got him, went to him, they went to the back of the boat. They should have had him on the front of the boat. Then they could have handled the storm a lot better. Amen. But we got to put Jesus out front. Amen. Quit putting him on the shelf. He is the way, the truth, and life. He's all that we need. He'll carry us through everything. Amen. We need to heal him. We need to go to him. It's hard to pray for somebody sometimes when you come up to them. You know, when they come across to you, and you know God can, can sober them up, but they're so high because of prescriptions. Oh, I'm in pain, so I'm taking this pill. I'm taking that. Come to God. God will take that pain. Amen. He will take that hurt. He will heal that sickness. That don't mean you ain't going to have to go through it. Amen. You got to go through it. Amen. That's the beauty of it. And that's where the testimony comes through. I went through this, but look what God did. Amen. Okay, enough qualification. It is God's will to heal. Amen. It is God's will to heal. I'm going to say that one more time. We have to understand that it is God's will to heal. Amen. Amen. God desires to save you. God desires to heal you. In fact, Greek scholars find the ideal of physical holiness and soundness locked up in the word save. Amen? He just doesn't save you. He saves you from everything. It's one big package. He heals you. He puts it all together. That don't mean we're not going to face hurts. That don't mean we're not going to face sicknesses. But if we'll trust and depend upon him. If we can fight through that crowd sometimes and just reach out and touch the hem of His garden, that ver- garment, that garment, that virtue is going to flow. Amen. we got to get back to that mindset that nothing else matters but me touching Jesus. Being in His presence. Being wrapped in His arms. Amen. Knowing that He bore those stripes for my healing. Amen. He took them all for us. Amen. But He desires to heal. Amen. God desires to heal you just as much as he desires to save you. The Lord wants you healthy and whole. In the ministry of Jesus Christ, not once do you find him turning someone away, saying it's not God's will for you to be healed. No, but we can find the exact opposite. It was always his will, always his will to heal. Amen. Everywhere he walked, everywhere he went, he was healing somebody. Amen. Amen. Mark 1, 40 and 41 says, And there came a leper to him, beseeching him, and kneeling down to him, and saying unto him, If thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. And Jesus moved with compassion, put forth his hand, and touched him, and saith unto him, I will be thou clean. Amen. He desires to heal. Amen. He wants to heal. Amen. He's always looking. He's always listening for that cry. Lord, I need you. Lord, I'm sick. Lord, I'm facing this. Lord, I need your touch. Amen? He's always looking. Modern translations have the man saying to Jesus, if you are willing, you can make me clean. Jesus responded, I'm willing. Be clean. Sometimes we, we don't receive because we don't ask. Amen? What's What's, what's What's it going to hurt to ask? Lord, you know, you can heal me. I believe you can heal me. It's either yes or no. we we'll ask for a lot of other things. You know, you think about it. We get desperate. We'll ask for some other things. We'll go to people and ask for a lot of other things. But the one we need to be asking, we get intimidated and back off. We don't have enough belief, enough faith that God can do it. When all along, he's sitting there and desiring to do it. Amen. The Bible says that Jesus went everywhere, healing every sickness and every disease among the people. He went everywhere healing all manner of diseases and all manner of sicknesses. Ancient skeptics knew Jesus could heal but they doubted they doubted he could forgive sins. Modern skeptics know Jesus can forgive sins but they doubt he can heal. Amen. They knew he could heal. Amen. Now we, we doubt that he can heal. We know he can save. We know he can deliver. Oh, but I don't know if he can heal. God can do all things. He can do all things. We just have to believe and have the faith enough and demonstrate it by standing there and crying out to him. Amen. To say his name is to admit that he wants to heal. To know that the names like Carpenter, Baker, Smith, and Turner and so forth, were tied to the original occupations. They became known by the works they did. God is the same. He is called Jehovah Rapha because he heals people. Amen. He heals. Amen. The name of Jesus means Jehovah has become my salvation. Everything Jehovah was or is can be found in Jesus, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Nisi, Amen. And yes, Jehovah Rapha, Jesus does heal and he is willing to heal. Amen. He desires. Amen. He gets excited when we cry out to him. Amen. God heals when people confess and believe on him. Amen. This is true in the Old Testament and it's true in the New Testament. When a person desires forgiveness, he must confess and believe. When a person wants healing, He must confess and believe. Amen? They two go together. Amen? Sickness is a result of sin. Had our first first parents not sinned, Amen? We would have never known sickness. Since we have been born into sin, we were born in with bodies prone to be sick. We cannot say, however, that every sickness is caused by that person having sinned. right? People don't get sick just because they sin. Amen? A lot of people think, oh, well, they're battling this because they've been doing this and they've been doing that. Amen? But we could admit, however, that physical sickness is sometimes a result because of our own failures. All right? Can the alcoholic whose liver has been destroyed not say, I have sinned? Can the chain smoker whose lungs have been eaten away not say, I have sinned? Amen? I think of Miriam. She was struck with leprosy, amen, for backbiting against her brother. Moses, her sickness was a direct result of her sin. She had to confess her failure and believe before God could cleanse her. Amen. Paul alluded to this in the teaching of the Lord's Supper. He said that many people were weak and sickly and some had even died because they didn't properly discern the Lord's body. The scope of this meaning is sufficiently broad to include the manner in which we treat members of the Lord's body. Amen. David praised God for being a forgiver and a healer. In Psalms 103, 2 and 3, he said, "Blessed Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth thy diseases. Amen. His order is proper. Let's praise God for His cleansing power and His healing power. Amen. A person whose soul is washed in the blood of the Lamb will one day get a new body. Amen. What a day that will be. What a day that will be. Amen. I think back in my mom, my mom died of lung cancer, all right? And when they told her that she was going to have to quit smoking, my mom was vivid would tell us all the time that she picked up her first cigarette when she was nine years old. Amen. Somebody flipped it on the ground, she picked it up. What was her saying when we told her she couldn't smoke, when the doctor told her she couldn't smoke? That's my candy. Smoking is like candy to me. Amen. The addiction. Amen. Wrecked her lungs. Amen. But at least she would admit to that. Amen. Why put myself here? Amen. I don't know how many people I've known who have done things to their own body. Amen. Over the years and they catch up to them. Amen. I, I, think, I think of my uncle Steve and I think of my, my, my father-in-law JP. JP got diagnosed with cancer. Amen. He made a choice. I'm not going to stop smoking. I'm not going to stop drinking. Amen. My Uncle Steve, who we knew last time we had lost count, he had already had nine DUIs. Amen. But when he got diagnosed with cancer, he made a choice. He gave up everything he was doing, and he sought the Lord. Amen. He made a choice. It's the same choice that we have every day. Amen. On how we treat our bodies when we diagnose it, when we can understand that we are living in sin, that we're sick, that our bodies are ravaged with something. How are you going to treat it? Are you going to fight it? We need to turn to the Lord. Amen. JP made it four months, five months. My Uncle Steve made it two years, three years. Amen. Because he made a choice. Amen. God extended his life. Amen. For a period of time. Amen. One of the early Pentecostal organizations emerging from the holiness movement is called the International Church of the Four Square Gospel. According to this organization, the Four Square Gospel is re- recognizing that Jesus Christ is Savior, Baptizer of the Spirit, Healer, and Coming King. Amen. He's all those. Amen. He's all those. We preach Jesus as Savior. We preach Jesus as Baptizer of the Spirit. We preach Jesus as the coming King. We also preach Jesus is a healer. Amen. We believe all that. Amen. We have that faith. We know Him as all that. Amen. The testimonies throughout this church of the healings that God has already performed. Amen. He's delivered. He's saved. Amen. And He's also healed. Amen. And I believe in these last days, amen, I believe God is wanting to do more. Amen, Amen. he is wanting to do more. Let us not be like the people of Jesus' hometown, Nazareth. He could have done many miracles there, but he didn't. He was limited by their lack of faith. Amen, they limited him. Oh, that's Joseph's son. That's the carpenter's son. Amen. You know. What can he do? Amen. And they missed the moment. They missed the miracles. They missed the healings. They missed the salvation. All that they had was right there amongst them. How many times do we miss the mark because we don't recognize it or we don't acknowledge it? Amen. It's just a little toothache. God can heal it. Amen. It's it's a little hurt. It's a little pain. It's a little this. It's a little that. God can still fix it. God can still heal it. Amen. When Peter and John met the man on the gate, beautiful, healing came. When Ananias prayed for Paul, he received his sight. When Philip preached in Samaria, people were healed. When Paul perceived a crippled man had the faith to be healed, he was healed. Amen? Are we in tune with what God is, has to do for the people around us? We're surrounded by people every day who are hurting, who are facing battles. Amen? It just takes a moment to sit there in faith. Take their hand or lay your hand on the top of their head and pray for them. I understand that's not social distancing. You know what? But God's there. Amen? It's a biblical thing. Amen? Healing will increase in the last days. Jesus had been on the mountaintop praying and as he came down from the mountain he healed one person after another. As the evening came, people brought the possessed and the sick to him. Jesus delivered and he healed. Matthew says that he was done, fulfilled the promises of Isaiah 53. Prophecy was unfolding right there before their own eyes. Amen. It's unfolding before our eyes today. Amen. We are living in the last days. Amen. And God wants to heal. How many broken relationships, amen, between people and the Lord is there that the Lord wants to heal? But it just takes us sowing that seat. It's just us encouraging them. Hey, I got a word for you. God loves you. Amen. He wants to heal that. That sickness you're, you're facing. You don't have to face it alone. You got Jesus, the healer, amen, he can do all things, amen, he can do all things. He healed as the night came on, he healed as the sun was setting. In the waning moments of time, God desires to do the same. We are seeing revivals, amen, breaking out throughout the United States and overseas ever since the pandemic has come, amen. Amen, it's happening. Amen. I don't know about you, but I want it to happen here. Amen. I'm praying that it happens here. If it happens here, it would be like what happened in Houston in 1905. Somebody comes here and gets healed. You don't think that ain't going to get spread out there? Because God desires to heal. Amen. It's his will to heal. Amen. The revival that could break out because when God saves, God heals. Amen. That's the revival we want to have. Amen. We want to see his spirit poured about our cities, our families. Amen. I'm praying for it. If it's happening here and it's happening there, I'm I'm, I'm rejoicing with them, but I'm praying, Lord, let that happen here. Let that happen in Middletown, Monroe. Let that happen in Franklin. Amen. Trenton. This area, let us have, let us rock that revival like that. Amen. Because that's the desire of God. Amen. Amen. One healing can shake this this town. One miracle can fill this place. And God wants to do miracles. He wants to do miracles. Amen. I want to be a part of that miracles. I want to be a part of that revival. Amen. I want to be a part of this last day, end time revival where God is pouring out his spirit upon all flesh. Amen. That we can walk into places and be sensitive enough in the spirit. To grab a hand and pray for that individual. See that person be healed and filled all at the same time. That's God's desire. Amen. That is God's desire. I'm closing with this. Amen. How can I be healed? Remember these things. God can heal and God wants to heal. Believe it. Amen. He wants wants you to tell him your needs. Tell him. Amen. Tell Him your needs. Amen. It may be something small, but it matters to God. Amen. He wants to forgive your sins. Ask Him. Ask Him. God does the work. Pray that God manifest it. Amen. God's doing the work, but we need Him to manifest it to those around us. Amen. God... Blesses unity. Agree with someone else. Amen. Agree with your brothers and sisters. Amen. Pray with your brothers and sisters. Encourage your brothers and sisters. Come one behind one accord. Amen. God blesses submission. Let the elders pray. Amen. We must deny ourselves. Pick up our cross and follow Jesus. Amen. Amen. God not only saves. He heals, Amen. Just telling somebody earlier, my problem is, Amen. I can forgive. I can, I can forgive, but I struggle with forgetting. I can forgive you for this. I can forgive you for that, but Lord, let me forget what they did. Lord, heal me from that. Lord, help me, help me to have a little bit more empathy, you know, towards people. I can forgive. But Lord, help me forget. Blot it out. And that's what he does. Amen? Because how many times do we go before God with a sin when the devil's got in our head with that little nest, right? And we're, we're confessing and repenting over a sin, and God says, I have no clue what you're saying. You know, I blotted that out. That was underneath the blood when you first came to me, son. Amen? Why are you bringing that up? You know? Why are you bringing that up, Lord? You got. I gotta forget, Lord. You got to do something to me to help me forget, Amen. Because I want to tap dance on a lot of people, Amen. You know, that old man comes out sometimes. Like, Lord, you got to just restrain me, you know. It's just like, Lord. So I'm praying for that, Amen. This COVID ain't helped me none either. I'm gonna tell you, it ain't helped me. So <laughs> having to deal with it. Being separated, you know, being shut in. But God is good. But God wants to heal. God wants to heal each and every one of us. He wants to heal our family members as well. Amen. And He wants to save them. If you'll stand with me, we'll pray. Amen. I hope I've made sense tonight. Amen. God is so good. Amen. God is so good. Let's lift up our voices. Lord, we love and we praise you, Lord. We know you as a healer. Lord, I just pray that for all those that are sick, Lord, all those that are needing a healer, Lord, whether it's physical or emotional, Lord, whatever it may be, Lord, Jesus, we just pray, Lord, and pray and plead your blood upon them. Let that virtue flow, Lord, Jesus, down from the tops of their heads to the soles of their feet. Lord, give us that, that faith enough to believe you as a healer. Lord. Lord, to trust you. Lord, to cast all our cares upon you, Lord, Jesus, knowing that you are a healer, that you are a deliverer. Lord, that, that you saved, Lord, that you set the captives free, Lord, but you've also healed, Lord. Lord, you've opened blinded eyes. You've opened up deaf ears, Lord, Jesus. You've raised the dead, Lord. Lord, give us that faith, Lord, to believe, Lord, just as they believe, Lord, Jesus. Just move upon us. I just pray, Lord, help us to be sensitive to the name, to those around us, Lord, Jesus, to be in tune with you. Lord, Lord to reach out to them, Lord, to be able to minister your word, Lord, Jesus, to be able to pray over them, Lord Jesus that word of faith Lord to sow those words of faith Lord. we give you honor Lord we give you all glory and we thank you Lord for all that you do In Jesus wonderful name we pray amen let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise hallelujah hallelujah thank you Jesus Sunday morning 10 o'clock amen come back be back worship the Lord with us amen you're dismissed in Jesus name